0: Today, sixth lesson, I'm going to be talking on something that is uh, so important and so um, dear to my heart. A family is a primary tool in the hand of God. The role of a family in God's agenda is huge. When we did social studies in primary school, they told us that the family is the smallest unit of a society. God, in his infinite wisdom, when he was going to populate the earth, started with the family. I'm sure we all know God is God. And if he wanted to just call a billion people on the earth, he could have done that. I'm sure we know that. I'm sure some of us have watched some movies, some science fiction movies where, you know, they just mass produce people and churn them out. You know, the um, odd thing about that is that if you've noticed uh, the uh, kind of pattern that these movies follow, when they churn out people like that in bulk, <laughs> permit me to use that word, it just seems like they all behave the same way. They are all thinking the same way. They all have a particular rule that guides them. They probably dress the same way. So it's just always like that most times with those movies. But I'm grateful that's not how God decided to populate the earth. He populated the earth by starting a family. I mean, I believe God saw today. He saw thousands of years. He saw that there were going to be billions of people on the earth. But yet he chose to start with a man and a woman. In fact, he started first with the man. Even though he had created both male and female, created their spirit, like we would learn in Genesis chapter 1, but he didn't bring forth both of them at the same time. He brought the man, and then he brought the woman, and then the children began to come. And then the family system began on earth. And before you know it, generation after generation after generation. And here we are today. I love one of my favorite um, passages of the scripture is Matthew chapter 1. where you begin to trace the genealogy of Jesus up to uh, Adam. I mean, that is so... It's so so exciting, it's so, I don't know what words to use to describe it, whereby you are reading and you can actually trace your genealogy, Jesus' genealogy, we're talking about 42 generations, so they told us from Adam, uh, Abraham to David and then David, to Babylon and then Babylon to Christ I mean amazing God knows what he's doing and when you talk about family that is one area that man doesn't have control over it's totally the prerogative of God totally within his sovereignty He determines who goes to which family. Mm. I think the day you come to understand that, accept that, and settle that in your heart, you stop complaining and you stop questioning why you came through a particular family. We all feel like some families are more perfect than the other for whatever reasons that we might think. It's amazing. Uh, we we touched on the issue of location. Some people feel, I shouldn't have come a Nigerian. I shouldn't have come, uh, whatever it is, African. But the truth is, that is one area that we don't have a say in. <laughs> so that means that God in his infinite wisdom, based on his sovereignty as God, his ability to see the totality, I mean, God's... Um, Range of sight is is huge, is enormous. He sees the beginning from the end, and so he knows how your life is meant to play out, and he knows how, you know, um, at what point, through which union will is suitable, and I'm using that word, you know, uh, uh, with so much um you know uh, reverence he 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 in his wisdom knows what family is suitable for you you didn't have a saying that he determined that he determined that i mean how do you explain a hannah and penina in the same house and penina kept churning out children and here was Hannah. nothing was coming. No child was coming. Because God was preserving her womb for Samuel. And of course we know that she had other children after Samuel. What about Elizabeth? The Bible says Elizabeth and, and um, Zachariah were both, um, you know, righteous in the sight of God. Yet Elizabeth was buried. God was preserving her womb for John the Baptist, who was going to be the forerunner of Christ. Are you listening to me today and you're, you're, you've always wondered why you came through the family you came through? Either your parents are imperfect or your siblings. You didn't choose that too as well. God chose the siblings you have. I'm sure if Joseph had a say, he probably would have chosen another set of siblings. But you know the amazing thing? The siblings he had were the perfect siblings for him. In God's infinite wisdom, they were the perfect siblings for him. Because without them, without their envy, without their inability to see beyond what they can see at that moment, Joseph was pushed into purpose. I mean, Joseph was comfortable in his father's house. He was wearing a coat of many colors. You can consider that a designer suit today. He was kind of favored by his father and his brothers knew. And the Bible says that they envied him. And then of all of them he's the one having dream again. Like seriously, guy. Like your coat of many colors is not enough. You now decide to be dream also he didn't invent the dream now, right? <laughs> God gave him the dream. But I tell you that as imperfect as his family was, I tell you they were the perfect match for his purpose. So your Choice of family, God choosing the family you come through, or the kind of family that you are raising for your children, the children God has sent to you, either um, you have a family, or you're divorced, or separated, or even have the child out of wedlock. It is never a mistake. It's never ever a mistake. God allowed that child to come because that child had a purpose. That child had a purpose on earth. We might not see the, the, the totality. It might not be clear to us now because we judge things based on our human understanding and reasoning. But God, in His wisdom, brought Joseph through that. And here we are today. He became the prime minister. You want to talk about Moses? One of my favorite characters in the Bible. Moses. Why did Moses come at a time where Pharaoh had given his, his um, uh, given the law that all the male children should be killed? Why, why, why did God allow Moses to show up at that time? Why did Moses show up before? Or probably after? Because I want to believe that that law... Had some, in fact, if you read that Bible, if you read that, passage of scripture, Exodus 1 and 2 very well, you would understand that the increase that came to the children of Israel was deliberate by God. I mean it was deliberate. God himself ensured that they didn't have miscarriages. (laughs) I'm telling you, when God is involved in a matter, the Bible says God made sure that the children of Israel were producing. I mean they were so fertile. Any small thing, bam, pregnant. At the babu But Meanwhile, the children of the Egyptians were barren. They weren't having children. And you know, the irony of that was that the more children they had, the more number of slaves, as it were, the Egyptians thought they had. But they didn't realize that what they thought were slaves to them was God raising an army. Wow. And Moses came at that time. It's so amazing that his parents decided to risk their life. Probably if he had come through another parent, I don't know, maybe they would have just, because there were so many parents that gave up their children, they felt helpless. But what was it about Moses' mother and father? That they decided to extend faith. That they decided to risk all. And the Bible says he kept the baby for three months. Until she couldn't anymore. And then see the twist of events. When Pharaoh's daughter, or his sister, saw the baby, took the baby, eventually called the same Moses' mother to nurse the child. I mean, isn't God very humorous? <laughs> God knew that Moses will eventually grow up in the palace. There was a reason for it okay, if you knew he was going to grow, why didn't you just give bed to him in the palace? No, but he needed to go through that detour. That imperfect uh, uh, imperfect process of him coming into the world. Why? Why did the parents have to go through all of that and risk their lives? You want to talk about Ruth? The Moabites, who fell in love, got married and thought oh wow, hip-hop hooray, my life is about to change and then before he knew what was happening, her father-in-law dies, and then her husband dies, and then her husband's brother dies, and then what's happening? She's left with her mother-in-law if only she knew that there was a boy as God was already preparing for her family why? because a David was coming Like two, three generations after. David was coming. But through this test, God knew what he was doing. God doesn't make mistakes with respect to family. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. What about Esther, whose parents were killed and she was an orphan? Am I talking to someone here? Probably you're yeah, like, you might even have family Seth, as in my father, mother, and the only child and they are gone. And you're wondering. But they were the medium through which you came. Because you have a purpose. Because you have an assignment on earth. Yeah. The family, the Bible says God sets the solitary in families. The Bible says uh, um, God is the one that named all the families. Of the earth. So it's not a case of whether Christian, Muslim, all the families of the earth, they are under God's jurisdiction. And so your family is not an is not an exception, as imperfect as you as you might think that they are. It's not an exception. Family is big deal, and that's why, even for those that are not married, you would have to. Consciously be deliberate about raising the right family under God. And even if you think that you didn't get it right, it still does not remove you from what God God is doing. It doesn't at all. And so that has guided me. And it has also kind of like shaped my mindset with respect to family. Understanding that I didn't have a choice as to the kind of father or mother that I wanted. But the father and mother God gave me were the perfect ones for me. The siblings the Lord gave me were the perfect ones for me. The lineage through which I came, perfect one for me. Because God in his sovereignty allowed it so. I pray that, you know, comforts your heart. And that answers the questions of your heart as well. And settle it. I've told you of my spiritual father. Born and raised a Muslim. Staunch Muslim. Mother was a staunch Muslim. But look at him today. He's a preacher of the word of God. Mother became born again. But that roots was needful for his destiny and purpose. God doesn't make mistakes. God does not make mistakes he knows what he's doing and family is important i feel led to say to someone that maybe because you have come into a new light of understanding you have alienated yourself from your family and you've cut them off because you feel maybe you don't share the same belief or maybe no 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 god knows what he's doing when he brought you through that union as imperfect as it may be And I hope and pray that you find comfort, that you find peace in your heart with respect to that in Jesus' name. I hope this has blessed you. Family is a primary tool in the hand of God. God uses it as a medium in achieving his purpose, as a medium in bringing to pass his will on earth. And I pray that he will find you worthy. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me this evening. I'll see you tomorrow, 10 p.m. for my life lesson number seven. I hope this has blessed you. As always, uh, have a beautiful night rest. Feel free to share it. Uh, Feel free to tag a friend. And um, God bless you. Have a beautiful night rest.